0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bantering the Blue Shirts without Joe Fortunato. Uh, Joe is having dinners or something at his, uh, his 9 to 5. I forget his excuse. He's not here. So for the first time ever, I, Mike Murphy, the the bad part of Bantering the Blue Shirts, will be hosting. And because I am trapped in a childlike sense of insecurity, I asked my brother Connor formerly a blue shirt banner you're what is it emeritus what do they say
1: yeah sure an alumni yeah yeah Well, like
0: professor emeritus yeah
1: professor emeritus that's different yeah yeah
0: it's a good word though it is um yeah emeritus uh connor is here uh for those of you who remember the draft uh i did the draft show with him that was fun this should be just well as the, the lottery the lot of the draft uh, lottery. yes yeah. the lottery and this should be just as poorly structured yeah as that uh but we do have a lot to talk about. Uh, the first thing being, the Rangers beat the Devils at the Garden last night. It was a three-to-two game. It was a four-to-three game. It was a four-to-three game. I was there too. That's good. Um, I'm really tired today, Connor. I'm too. We were yawning a lot right before we hit record. Yeah. We had a thumb war. We did. And uh, I won. Um, You're
1: much bigger than me.
0: That's true. Yeah, it was four-to-three game obviously i watched the whole thing and uh yeah people at the garden were really excited uh, a lot of folks on social media were really excited i'm not holding it against them but it is only preseason. Preseason pre-season
1: game mike you can't and, uh, you can't read a whole lot into it
0: i mean the devils were playing
1: taylor hall and nico and, and nico. kyle Palmieri. like they had players yeah everybody
0: every team's got players and, except for, like ottawa and things were really good when Hank was in that. And then uh, Merrick Mazenek was in that, and things were bad. And he's got a loose blocker. And that, that full right goalie got a bad blocker. Yeah, he's not so good at yeah. the uh, the blocker side.
1: I or, had no idea he had that many career NHL games under his belt, by the way. They put up a graphic, so, and so it's over like 20. over 30 or something.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, one year in Nashville, he actually played a bunch of games because Pekka was hurt, and so like he and Carter Hutton carried the load. It was still Hutton at the time, it wasn't UC Sorrows? Yeah, it was way back.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, UC's just a boy. So that makes
0: sense. Okay. I wanted to ask you, what did you like from last night, Connor? Um, loved Zib Crider and Zib Crider? Yeah. Zib Crider
1: combo. Looked beautiful, as it always does. And I guess related to that, didn't love Booch separated from that? Because the KZB line seems to be the the most secure in, I think in the collective Rangers fan base as the the guaranteed line, and Booch did not look that great away from those two players. I mean, hmm. he, he wasn't he had to deal with playing with inferior players or players that he doesn't have as much chemistry with. But Zib loved it, and Kreider loved it. And um, as far as the uh, the others or the the people vying for spots, Bubble Boys, Bubble Boys, yeah. As far as Bubble Boys, I gotta tell you, I didn't think I'd be saying it especially during summer tony d'angelo mike deserves deserves a spot on this team i'm saying it he's in
0: he has been pretty good He's in. yeah he played 18 i i'm in charge he played 1843 last night he had uh, another assist it was a secondary um on that great Kreider goal to open up the the third period it was like 31 seconds in it was just a great bang bang play and it was one of those things where I'm I'm convinced the Rangers are going to be a bad team, but the power play should be fun. Yeah. That's kind of where I am with what the season's going to be like. And every time we're reminded about, oh, God, rebuilds take a long time, we're going to be able to see the power play do good things. And uh, a lot of that depends on who stays healthy and who's in the lineup. But yeah, there is a lot to like. This The first period, especially the Rangers, were crushing the Devils in terms of shots and possession. Um, I haven't had a time to look at any analytics from the game, um, but, you know, just being at the Garden, I was able to, you know, kind of take note of how the kind of the ebb and the flow of the game went, and the Rangers, with Hank and Net, everything was really good. Uh, when Hank came out, all of a sudden, things weren't so great. Um, I'll have you know, though, hmm? that I know they say, um,
1: what is it, Mazinic, but it's really Mazinic, right? But whatever. Probably. Yeah, we... We have that but like, yes, how, but about, how about, having a, yeah, a yeah. puck-moving goalie did that breakout pass that he had in that overtime set of pays? Yeah. That, that's a beautiful thing.
0: He did a couple goofy, like, stretch passes. Yeah. I mean... I love a puck-moving goalie. I love a puck-moving goalie, too. I, I also like a goalie who stops shots. Well, sure. Yeah. But, you know, he faced 11 shots. He had nine saves. It's not the end of the world. Um... It was pretty weak sauce. I mean, the Taylor Hall goal was—it's Taylor Hall, but like the—I uh, think it was the Heischer goal, where it was just like that went in. Okay. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was—it was definitely a chippy game. Uh, Cody McLeod played couple fights. He punched a guy, and uh, Bolesky got in a fight. That wasn't much of a fight. It was just kind of a wrestling. Number Bolesky got hurt in that fight. Yeah, he did, and that's why he ended up with very little ice time uh, at the end of the night but yeah it's uh overall it was a pretty solid performance i mean it's good to see the team win um particularly with young guys doing good things and you know this game was it was leas leas out of the line i'm sorry leas in the lineup uh philip out of the lineup booch had a relatively quiet night um he's been brilliant all preseason but this was just kind of not his best game um i thought like you said Zabinajad jad stood out uh steven fogarty scored that's fun you know just
1: a net mouth scramble just jamming away but i mean that's that's a yeah, skill
0: nice greasy goal and the ot winner everyone was yelling at kevin hayes to shoot he didn't shoot he hit Vinny letary uh for the deflection that they didn't think was a goal at first and then it was very obviously a goal
1: mike is there any spot for Vinny on this team no. It's a damn shame, isn't it? I like him. Uh, I, I like true. just having a shooty Magoo. It's like having a Brandon Peary that you raised.
0: I like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think he should be on that team, but I would probably put someone like Meskinen in, in the lineup ahead of him. It, a lot of it will come down to what Quinn's philosophy of the fourth line is, and also how much organizational pressure there might be on something like depriving hartford of Vinny terry just so the rangers in a year that doesn't matter can have a little energizer bunny that is playing bigger than a size and skating all over the ice all the time and i'm not sold on what the has done so far making him stand out because i don't know there's been There's so... One of the things we're going to talk about in the show is there's just so much uncertainty about that bottom six, and particularly that fourth line. And uh, we'll get to that in a bit, but you were going to say something.
1: Well, no, I was just saying, like, with Letary, it's... He feels like Sam Gagne a couple of years ago in Columbus where he's, like, a fourth-line player but he's your power play guy. Then he just has that skill set where, especially with Zib, I love the idea of just them feeding off one one another and... Just clapping away, it just—it's satisfying. But I think I tend to agree with you that he's not going to make it. There's just too many people vying in that bottom six. Like you said, we'll we'll get to that. But I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. It was—he got into good position in overtime. It was a fine deflection, and it's just—he
0: shows flashes of that, and he's still young. Oh yeah, and he, Tim yeah Tim genger scored. Yeah, that was the other goal. I like him. I was yelling at him during the game mm-hmm. because he's six foot six and he got knocked over by like a five foot eleven devil. Okay. I was like, "Kid, yeah. you're six foot six. I know he's made out of like broomsticks and like like telephone poles. Yeah, those are too thick. Yeah, like I was like, gonna say like lamp posts. Okay, or like you know like when spaghetti isn't cooked yet. He's made out of bundles of that. It's a lot like a scarecrow. Um." Yeah, but he he picked up a goal. Pionk had the assist on that. And, you know, that first period, especially, was the Rangers just kind of pouring it on. And that was good to see. Um, It was definitely a strong game for Pionk um, in terms of, you know, what he was able to do. He was on the ice a whole bunch. He led the blue line uh, with 24 minutes, 23 seconds, had the two assists and two shots on net bunch of three takeaways one giveaway two blocks very good game for pionk which mm-hmm. i think is critical for him at this stage because of the the fact that D'Angelo's stock has been rising as much as it has just um, at the end of the day d'angelo would have to go through waivers and pionk wouldn't yeah and that's a big
1: deal and, and that simplifies a lot as it, far as roster management in it, my opinion of what i think no it does should be done
0: it does. Uh, so I wanted to move on to some bigger picture preseason stuff, is what I wrote down in show notes, which is not something Joe does.
1: Okay, but uh, I I believe that entirely. But he does run everything. Oh, um, uh, he had the wrong password.
0: That's true. I was, we were trying to figure out how to get on the uh, on the podcast, the the site we use, and uh, he he supplied me with like nine passwords he uses. So. His identity is as good as mine. Um, I wanted to start off by, we've seen a bunch of preseason games now. Connor, mm-hmm. give me two standout boys, two boys doing good things. Maybe uh, more specifically, exceeding expectation boys. Um.
1: Okay. D'Angelo, as I mentioned, is definitely one of them.
0: Well, it's going to be one of mine. Well, yeah. Well, we can we can share them. That's fine. We can't share them.
1: Okay. Well, I get the right of first refusal. then if I go first, so D'Angelo has been a standout. Is that a legal term? Like I said, um. I wasn't expecting much I I didn't like the guy although I was aware of his skill set but it really looks like he's putting it together he does like we said have the the benefit of being in uh, a little bit more of a tricky situation to handle him if you do want to demote him so he might have a little bit more rope there but he seems to just be working on and really emphasizing what he's good at enough to stand out like with his skating ability going forward apparently I was talking uh to you about this at the game that we went to against the Flyers last week he he just doesn't like to skate backwards as, as much as he can he's he doesn't pivot yeah uh, like I mean this is completely anecdotal like, I haven't you yeah. had a stopwatch out but uh when he's in the offensive zone he's a he, he's a presence out there and that for a team like this and as you mentioned before the power play might be a great place to kind of see what this team can bring he's a power play guy and you know you have a shattenkirk that he's does he's a connor that.
0: murphy specialist he's a
1: connor murphy specialist yeah a, a defenseman who would be fringe otherwise except for an exceptional skill that allows you on a roster so he's one of my standout boys and since uh i don't want to steal potentially both of yours how about you give me your first
0: standout guy leah Anderson. Okay, that's why he was probably going to be my my next one. Well, Tid. that's why, yeah. Well, I mean, little little tit for tat. Well, little, little tat for tits. Um, go. yeah, Elias. Obviously, he had that amazing two goal game. Uh, you know, what was it last week or whatever? Yeah, and, uh,
1: against the Devils in the first preseason game. The
0: thing I've been most pleased with him is that I think going into the season, it was very easy to kind of overlook him and the idea of oh, you know, the third line center role is Heedles. And then it's just a question of whether or not you want Leas on the fourth line in the NHL or on the first line uh, with the Wolfpack. And he's playing like a guy who not only wants to be in the NHL right now, but deserves to be with this play. Mm-hmm. And he had more of a quiet game last night, um, but he still had a great game. I think he's doing really everything he needs to do. It, you know, he may not be... like setting the world on fire but he's contributing on you know both ends of special teams he's you know we, it's got a little less ice time uh last night but that's that's fine you know he was able to get some shots on net, take the body do the things you want leah sanderson to do in a game where you know the rangers owned the first period kind of fell asleep uh and the second period for a little while there i'm sorry yeah i mean yeah they fell asleep in the second half of the third really um and yeah i, I i'm very encouraged about his play and i'm really looking forward to seeing it's actually like a fun problem i want to know what the hell they do with these sports well, yeah absolutely and especially I think a big part of it is the stuff we'll never see the stuff that goes on behind closed doors is sending the right message to the kids like hey look you did everything right it's uh musical chairs though buddy yeah you you want to reward good play yeah you're gonna be playing in hartford instead of madison square garden yeah because no matter
1: what i mean i'm no sports psychologist but if you're a young player and you clearly have a standout preseason and you you do have some expectations based upon you know that you're your circumstances of how you got on the team both with the trade to acquire the pick and then being picked you know in the top 10 if if you perform and you rise to that level and they say hey kid you did great you did everything we needed you to and then you're still sent down to the AHL Hmm. I mean I don't care how strong of a character you have and and your resolve that still has to grade on you and that might be you know some people be like well that's your motivation to go get them next time kid or whatever but that just feels like you should, if he's playing that well, you want to see if he can keep it going because these are the players that are your future. So you want to see what he can do. Yeah, who's the other good boy? Uh, there's a few candidates. Okay. I don't want to steal one of yours. I'll go with Ryan Spooner. Spoons. Yeah, Spooner because last year we all knew unsustainable production as a Ranger. He's he was not that player. No. So I was I was ready, and I would have accepted. Him just crashing back down to earth and just not being anything close to that player again with, as far as his production goes. Yeah. Guy goes out there, scores a few goals already. And I know he's a perimeter player. He's not like a guy who drives the player or anything. But hell, scoring goals helps win his game, Mike's, And uh, that's, uh, that's what he's doing. So why not? So why not Ryan
0: Spooner? He is such a perimeter boy, though.
1: I was so ready for him to be. He was the guy that I expected to be traded the most out of everybody. I think, during during the off-season. Yeah, it was more, more him than Domestikov. As the season ended, I was like, well, Ryan Spooner, yeah, you were going to be a fun trivia question in, like, ten years.
0: Like, yeah, like a guy who came over in a rental. And just killed it, like a Peter Sakura Killed it, his stock went up. A very different situation, but yeah, you move him.
1: You know what I mean, like high production and yeah. small sample size, and they just never arrange ranger again. You can just go, ah, oh,
0: what could have been? Yeah, I'm trying to think of my other good boy. I'm having a hard time, because... Um, mm-hmm. There have been a lot of, I don't want, like, disappointment is a strong word. I mm. thought, uh, he's not a bubble guy, but I think Jesper's been amazing. Yeah,
1: that was that was my other one. If it wasn't Spooner, it was Jesper.
0: Um, I think Jesper's been really good, and, yeah, I don't know. Minus like, the fight, Matt Bolesky? Well, yeah, now that he's hurt, I don't know. Bolesky's been kind of what I thought he would be, which is he can still be an effective bottom six forward in the nhl yeah especially in the right role
1: he just had a bad reputation with because of the contract he got which isn't his fault and it's not oh
0: you know what it's brendan smith by a mile oh yeah
1: yeah yeah that's a fine pick fine pick you're right brendan smith brendan smith
0: has been um he's been everything i was hoping we'd see from him he's showing the skating ability and the instincts where he looks like a seasoned nhl player Mm Mm-hmm playing in preseason games really
1: important for this rangers blue line too to have that
0: yeah he's making great reads he's picking passes off he's turning defense into offense he's doing all the things you wanted to do when you signed him to the contract you signed him to and it's a big deal especially in the wake of that McQuaid trade and Mm -hmm. the kind of uh uproar and chaos and all those words yeah no you're right brendan
1: smith is i mean I still feel pretty strongly about the D'Angelo pick, but Smith might be the kind of yeah, he's comeback story. He's so.
0: he's definitely answered the bell. Yeah. I, I I look at what he's done here, and I don't care what happens with these final preseason games. Like he's done everything he's needed to do. He's in the lineup, mm-hmm. and it's not really up for debate because of just how good he looks. And you know, he's doing everything in terms of the right stuff on the ice. He's saying the right things, and after the whistle, he's sticking up for the kids, which is important um, you know doing those things that their front office is gonna like and maybe Quinn's gonna like and yeah. you know he's he has to serve a lot of masters to kind of please everyone but so far is really so good yeah. for Smith and I'm I don't know we yeah we can transition into that uh, with the nhL.coms season preview from Dan Rosen mm-hmm. about where we think Smith is best. So yeah we both had oh no we want to do one disappointing one disappointing boy, boy yeah oh, let's I was about do to that. that
1: okay um disappointment boy so here's the thing yeah. just to clarify for everybody disappointing is that they did not meet or reach expectations yeah i i don't care about Cody McCloud, so Cody McCloud isn't a disappointment he just he is what i thought he was i just don't like yeah. Cody McCloud on this they team are they are them. who we thought they were so uh with that in mind i think it's probably nemesnikov because he's the he's the opposite end of the spectrum of spooner Spooner last year where i thought spooner was not going to be as good as he was last year uh but so far so good and i thought nemestika was really going to rise to the occasion and be better than he was as a ranger last year but so far not really taking a lot of penalties not standing out in any of the zones you know he's not driving play out of the defensive zone he's not transitioning well in the neutral zone he's not Exerting any influence in the in the Offensive zone And I just feel like If this is the player He's going to be as a ranger That two year contract while not Crippling or like a game changer Is just one little Black mark because it's not something you're married To but if you could have Traded him and Recouped some, some assets that would have been Nice in the offseason and He also will always be tied to the trade That sent Miller and McDonough so
0: that's true. Um, he's, he's
1: got a little bit of... He's got a thundercloud hanging above his head as far as I'm concerned right now.
0: Yeah, and it, it's particularly tough for him because he's playing himself into the bottom six when it, some people thought he might be the guy you could plug, plug in at wing maybe in that top six. Yeah. And, or maybe he's the third line center, but then Hiedel and and Anderson competing for that. And it's really like he's free falling in the lineup and he's probably going to land on that fourth line at this point which is uh, not what you wanted out of him no not with the contract not with the you know the price tag attached to him because of the trade and not be like also he's still a tradable asset but you know if he's on the fourth line and he's playing like crap his return is just going to plummet from where it was a year ago when his numbers were buoyed by you know Kucherov and Stamkos and like the underlying numbers on Nemesnikov are good and it's important to put all this into context it's just a couple preseason games yeah um but you know it it is we're trying to judge everyone by you know the same measure here and right now he's just we want someone like Vlad Nemesnikov to look really good in preseason hockey because there's a bunch of AHL guys and playing against like Nick Lappin
1: yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah
0: exactly and you know, playing against a bunch of guys uh, for the Flyers in that one game, you know, that no one is, like... Abe Kubel. Yeah, yeah. You, you just can't name these guys, uh, you know. I remember being like, I don't know who that is. Never, mm-hmm. never heard of that person. I write about hockey. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little concerned about that, but it's just the preseason. Um, Your disappointing boy? My disappointing boy, This for a lot of people, I know this is going to be harsh. It's sweet little Alexander Georgiev. Ah. He's played two games, um, both sub-900 save percentage. Yeah. Uh, I think he had a softie in both games. He did. And he's really supposed to be running away with this backup position. I wrote an article about it uh, for the banter, and it took a really close look, and we all knew how great he was. Yeah. Um, when he got the call up in new york but something that's really interesting about him is he really struggled out of the gate in hartford which is one of the big reasons why the rangers signed uh the full right goaltender Mazanek. Mm-hmm. but after when the new year began so january forward in the ahl which is important to note that's like when the wolf pack blue line was at its most shitty and just because any of the good boys were up in new york any of the good boys were up in New York. It was a bunch of, like, ECHL guys who were, like, 32. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like... And then, like, Brendan Crawley. Yeah. And they're, like, five 5'8", mm-hmm. 20 pounds overweight, and they're playing defense yeah. for you now. But from January forward, he had a 930 save percentage in the HL. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> so maybe he's a slow starter. I don't know. We don't have that much of a book on him because uh, he's still very, very young, especially for a goaltender. And... So we shouldn't judge him too harshly, but with all that being said, the reason he's one of my kind of disappointments is because I, I just wanted him to look a little bit more like the guy who's gonna run away with this backup thing instead of it becoming like, oh, well, maybe Tarkovsky's got a chance because mm-hmm. Mazenek certainly doesn't have a chance. Well, sure.
1: Let me let me grab my pitchfork, but I'm a little devil horns no devil's horn. advocate here. Has any Ranger goalie looked good? Because the answer is no. Hank? Except looks- for Hank for uh, two periods last night. Otherwise, he's been giving up softies. The de- My point is, the defense has been a gong show. I mean, the biggest gaffe since Dangerardi feeding Alex Ovechkin in the slot from behind the net several years ago was oh, John Gilmore. John Gilmore. Just giving it that's to, a dis- f- to Philly. You know what? That's and a, a disappointment. That's a dis- John Gilmore is a huge disappointment. That. That might be almost now. It's close. Anyway, my point being the Rangers' defense has been terrible. It has. And I mean, the lone exception might have been last night when against the Devils in that second preseason game against New Jersey, where they gave up not many even strength shots. I remember like halfway through the third or something, it was eight even strength shots, something along those lines. And the system looked a little bit better. Yeah. But it still remains that none of the goalies have like stood out or had great performances, except for Lundqvist as a portion of one game. So I don't want to judge Georgiev too harshly there, especially since like tikarsky has been like, eh, and Maznik has been, Ugh. so
0: Well, yeah, Tkarski hasn't been great, but yeah, I, I feel you. I, I don't think we've seen enough of Dustin Tkarski. I don't I feel like Not we've that, seen yeah. enough of Georgiev. But yeah, yeah, that is a good point about... Even trick. last night, the Rangers allowed 18 shots at evens. They registered 36 shots at evens. It's
1: mm-hmm. pretty good. And does that account for overtime? I'm guessing. Yep.
0: Yeah. So. So there you go. Um It's not too shabby for. No, not too more shabby. than
1: more than 60 minutes of play. I mean,
0: say we will about the Devils. They were a playoff team last season. Were they a deserving playoff team? That's a different conversation. Mm. And I'm not even like one of those I hate the Devils guys. No, I don't. There's only, like, one team I really just don't like. Who's that? Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't like Pittsburgh. I don't like Chicago. Yeah, Chicago is... I don't like anything they're about. Anyway, let's go over to that, because I already alluded to it. The Dan Rosen, we just wanted something to talk about. A man of great clout and influence. He's, he's a man of clout. His projected Rangers lineup, Connor. According to an NHL.com article. By Dan Rosen. By Dan Rosen. He has
1: KZB. Yeah. Carter's it, Booch. Checkmark. Got it. It's a good start. Already gets interesting in the next line, though.
0: Second line, Hedl left wing, Hayes
1: Zuccarello. Thoughts? What's Hedl doing on that left wing? Thoughts what's Hedl doing on that left wing? He's a
0: center prospect. What's he doing over there?
1: I kind of love it, though. Like, not for Hedl's development. I just like those names together. I like it for, like, a power play unit. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's good. I don't like that as a line, though.
0: All right, well, let's move on to line. Moving two. on. Ryan Spooner left wing. Mm-hmm. Leas in the middle. Jesper on right wing. Interesting. I don't know what that uh, line Beastings. We didn't talk about the biggest disappointment in the whole preseason, so are Jimmy VC. Oh, Jimmy. Anyway, long story short, he's been <laughs> real bad. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy has been great. Moving back to Dan Rosen. Yeah. Spooner Anderson Fast. I don't know what that line does. I don't know what Spooner Anderson Fast does either. Yeah. Uh I'm a little bit uh what's a good word here nonplussed okay like i uh, i don't know what to make of i feel like he's just like dartboarding these you know what i mean yeah um and his fourth line vc on the wing vlad at center cody mcleod on the right wing um over baleski over baleski
1: and then a bunch of young boys that we over, Terry, over, Boo. over peter holland. Holland.
0: holland holland. yeah he's not a young boy no, but Holland is, would be an adequate fourth-line center. He's just not going to end up there. I forgot Peter Holland was a ranger. A ranger. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting to say the least. And obviously, this is just one man's opinion. He also has Adam McQuaid on the top pair with Brady Shea. He has Brennan Smith and Kirk as the second pair. And he put together Mark Stahl and Neil Pionk as the third pair. And Adam McQuaid first pair, Mike adam McQuaid first pair would not be good uh i like that i like the idea of shattenkirk on the second pair because that's kind of where he belongs i hate the idea of put- but he's a specialist putting brady Shea and McQuaid together would be a disaster for brady Shea in his third season pop-up question pop-up
1: do the rangers where do the rangers uh rank as far as strength on the blue line in the entire league is it bottom three it's bottom five.
0: It's probably bottom
1: three. Is it the worst?
0: I don't know. I'd have to look at the rest yeah, of the. Yeah, lot.
1: no. Just that's a up Just right off the top of your head. It's bad. I mean, Ottawa.
0: Yeah, is, Ottawa's gonna be real. Gonna be, gonna be real bad. More real bad. Um,
1: shit. I don't know. But, but it's, it's, it's It's bottom three. So like, it, if you're looking at, at this lineup, at this projected lineup of the D, and you're like, well, I mean, that's awful. Basically, any combination of these players is going to be awful. It's just there's yeah, no The other way. thing is there's no D'Angelo. There's no D'Angelo. It's just weird. This is a weird... It's quirky. But it, these are, it, yeah. it lacks rhyme or reason. I don't understand why you would put these players together. But, yeah. I don't know. It's one man's opinion. It's, it's one, one man's just, opinion. That's
0: something for us to talk about. You know who else has been good in the preseason? Uh, Libra Hayek has been good. I've liked LeBron Hayek. Yeah.
1: Not so much in Traverse City, but in... And the preseason's been great.
0: Yeah, Billy Meskinen's been good. What do you think about Frederick Clayson? He's playing just as he was billed. He's a big, physical, smashy boy. Yeah, Seventh guy? I haven't paid much attention to what he's done in the defensive zone, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed he he will leave his defensive position to th- try and throw hip checks at center ice. Which, like, that's the way I play in NHL. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a good old, like, 1996. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure... It's good defense because it's not. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's the Ryan Lindgren school of defense. It's the your favorite I, prospect. Yeah, I got your back, Joe. Uh, bullshit. I um, got your back. Yeah, I don't know. Like overall, I, I look at this roster, and I, if D'Angelo is in here, then it's very poor asset management. Uh, yeah, he could be seventh defenseman, but given the way he's played, like the kid has earned. I don't like DeAngelo as your seventh. If you have him up, you're gonna play him. Eh, I feel the same way. Yeah Have McQuaid as your seventh, but yeah, he gave up a fourth round pick. So then, what do you do, Pionk? And then if Pionk, you don't want to waste him as a seventh, you want him to develop. Mm-hmm. Then you got Clayson as your seventh.
1: It's a it's a it's a musical game. Musical chairs with his thumbtacks on every chair.
0: Which way the thumbtacks facing? The bad way. Business end. <laughs> yes. I was hoping it was just like oh, it's a little inconvenient. It's nah,
1: it's, there's no blood. It's like a rolling poly No, no. no.
0: No one wants butt blood. Um, Yeah, it's... I'm... Heedle it's, at wing, though. I want to I wanna just go back to that just for
1: one, one damn still. second. Yeah, I know. Is there any circumstance in which that's acceptable for you? In his, mm-hmm. like, first full
0: crack at, like, a rookie year this year? Well, here's the thing. You have Heedle at wing. Yeah. When you trade Hayes, you just slide him over.
1: All right, well... Sure. I mean, that, you know, you answered my question. That is an acceptable...
0: But I've t- I've said this a couple times in the podcast. I'm, for whatever reason, this comes from no analytical reasoning. It's just an intuition gut thing. I feel like he's going to end up being an NHL winger. Yeah, I, I don't I, disagree really. And even though I say that, I firmly believe that you must let him develop at center. Yeah, like because as we all know. From the Kevin Hayes situation and the Derek Stepan situation, and so many other situations across the league and in and out of the Rangers organization, you got to develop centers. Yep. They cost a lot of money. They're real important to have. So important. When you don't have centers, you don't win a hockey game. Yeah. You got to win a hockey game. That's how you win a cup. That's how you win a cup. And that's what we're all here to do. Cup here, hockey. Got to win a cup. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: To lift a cup, you need a
1: centers. I do like in this projected lineup, though, Leah said third line
0: i like leas with Esper. i would That's put fun. leas and jesper together on a fourth line that does work yeah and then i would scratch jimmy veezy and Ooh. just talk to him sternly and tell him that he has take to, away his game boy yeah take away his game boy tell him he's gotta learn how to skate mm-hmm. he probably would have like a retro game boy probably yeah like game. the Game Boy Color with that translucent purple case. No, I was thinking the the gray Game Boy, I like gray. Oh, like like True. Tetris was green monochrome yeah. screen. Yeah, like Bubble Ghost. Yeah, dude, Bubble Ghost is the best. Yeah, but no one listening to the show would know what Bubble Ghost is. Got great soundtrack too. Bubble Ghost, great puzzle game. Yeah, so we covered a bunch there. Yeah, and now we're at the thirty-three minute mark. Which that's, is, we're doing good work. That's good. I feel like we've just rambled. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna, Mike, I've listened to
1: 108 episodes of this podcast. I don't know how to break it to you. All this is is rambling.
0: It's but fun. it's good. It's, uh, so you know. I would use, uh, describe what you just said as hurtful to me. That was mm-hmm. a hurtful statement. Okay. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. Uh, I'd like to point out I am undefeated in trivia time. <laughs> um, I have only participated once. But again, very much undefeated. Connor and I... I mean, we have pretty similar voices, so you can imagine, you know, pretty similar knowledge base of the Rangers. I am a little older than he is. I'm also a little dumber than he is. Mm. So that really levels it, it up. It does, yeah. Um, you, you can start. You're the guest. Okay. Trivia time. Trivia time. Mike, uh, Trivia Jamboree. Extravaganza? M- NBA Jam 2K14. All
1: right. Um, because I know my brother loves Jersey number questions, we'll, we'll lead off with this. Mm-hmm. Michael name the three most popular jersey numbers all time for the new york rangers the numbers that have been worn the most frequently all time
0: i don't like that question
1: well just deal with it because that's there's a sub question that follows that it will be more up your alley but just play along michael it's a goddamn game
0: (laughs) it's a jamboree
1: have fun with the kids out there
0: um it would have to be a high frequency number that is yet to be retired that's the logic we will apply. It's a good process, good thought process. And therefore, I would say that five is probably up there. Okay. Is that one of them?
1: It is not one no, of the top three. I've already gotten it wrong. Well, it's okay.
0: I would say eight.
1: Okay. You're right in the neighborhood, but swing and a miss.
0: All right. Ten.
1: All right, you went 0 for three. Yep. I will tell you the numbers. You Go ahead. Number six. Which has been worn by 45 players. Number 14, which has been worn by 44 players. That was the shock one to me. And number 16, which has been worn by 42 players. Now, Michael, the sub-question that I know you'll like. Name the most recent Rangers players to wear those numbers. 6, 14, 16. The most recent? The most recent.
0: Mm. What was it,
1: 6, 14, and 16? That's that's right. According to like the 11 seconds of research I did.
0: Yeah, it's either... Avery or Broussard for 16. Brassard was here longer. The most recent. So the player to last wear it. Yeah, I got you. So Broussard. Are you locking that in? No. Because you're looking at me. <laughs> the way you look at me. I don't like it. 14 is a real... That's a doozy of a one. That's a pickle. Obviously, Theo Fleury. Duh. But was he the most recent? God only knows that. The
1: correct answer that is god no there's been a relatively recent guy but he's a he's a name that clown no what was he at? six six it's not wade red oh my god mike it's not wade red adam herman is screaming at, he can at scream his, all he wants at his phone or tablet or whatever device he's he, listening he doesn't on. listen to the
0: show he doesn't like the show no of course not. he's just adam herman <laughs> he knows about
1: prospects he's smart. Alright, you're buying time, I'm, I'm putting the clock on you.
0: That's that's fair.
1: We're going to go in order from lowest number to highest number. Give me the most recent player to wear number 6.
0: Most recent Ranger wear number 6? I don't know what's wrong with my brain today. Um, Not
1: long ago. Much maligned player. Much maligned player. Malignant. Has played on two teams since leaving the Rangers.
0: Two teams since leaving the Rangers?
1: Yeah, but it's because he's so bad that neither team wanted him for long. McElrath. that is correct dylan
0: McElrath. Uh, number you, six you kind of led the horse to water there
1: i did number 14 yeah um i remember this man's name i remember his face i cannot tell you anything about this player
0: yeah was not a good hint nope
1: last name begins with an m kind of like jt miller but not because that's not his name <laughs> kind of like jt miller but not
0: i don't know just tell me
1: chris Mueller. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I know, of course not. And number 16, why are you struggling with this? I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> Who was a more recent New York Ranger, Sean Avery or Derek
0: Broussard? No, I said Broussard was Okay, Broussard. so you're locking it in. Yeah.
1: Okay, then yes, you're correct. Here, Derek Broussard. I got
0: one of them. Okay. All right, jeez geez louise. I know. Dear God. Four minutes on that trivia <laughs> Well, whose fault was that? Václav Vinny Prospel. Sure. Played 104 games as a New York football ranger. How many points did Vinny Prospel have? Here's the thing: If you get within the neighborhood of ten points, it counts as a bucket. Sixty-nine. Folks, he got sixty-nine, which is nice. The answer is eighty-one. Holy shit! Is any possible? So, you're two points shy of the zone. You and I are both zero and zero. Okay, that's fine. Your second question,
1: Michael, as all Ranger fans know, Peter has scored thirty goals in his sixty-eight game rookie campaign. Sure. How many goals did he score in his remaining 169 games? You have a five-goal leeway. So 68 games in his inaugural campaign, 30 goals. 169 remaining over the course of the next three years. He never played a complete season. How many goals did he score? He's uh, doing basic math, I'll have you know. He's written a square root symbol. I can tell you... All right, now with 100 certainty michael does not remember how to do square roots i'd be shocked if mike can even tell me what a remainder is i know
0: what a remainder is okay That's what's left over and you put it in the fridge 18 goals 33 all right so you missed the you missed the
1: zone yeah fun uh, he also had 55 total assists as a new york ranger in 237 games speed broken not bad but just not good just not good hit me Mike tall boys okay I knew you'd go here
0: everyone likes a tall boy-hmm last preseason game we saw Tim Genninger and Brian Boyle mm-hmm. two tall boys right there six seven six six that's right who's the tallest New York Ranger last season on the New York Rangers on the Rangers New York ah oh. who's the tallest Christ boy? okay um tall boy
1: I don't much Pay attention to who's tall, I pay attention to who's tiny, because I like tiny. Yeah, I know that. Tiny's far more fun. Guess why
0: this question is your... Tall. Tall boy. Rob O'Gara. It's not a bad guess. It's Kevin Hayes, 6'5". Kevin Hayes, 6'5"? Yeah, big boy. Slim. Holy shit. Both (laughs) O and 2, entertaining podcast. (laughs)
1: That's how you do it. Okay, Michael. The 2010-2011 season was unremarkable. That's why I chose it. (laughs) Fair enough. I'm about to list five names in alphabetical order. Yeah. You are going to tell me, in order of most games played to fewest games played, the order of those players. So tell me, amongst these five, their position of games played in the 2010-2011 regular season. Five guys? Five guys, Michael. You made this very difficult. Ruslan Fedotanko. Very difficult. Alex Froloff. Brandon Prest. Todd White, Wojtek Volsky. All right. Bottom of the list is Todd White. I, I asked you specifically from most games <laughs> to fewest, but I'll I'll roll with it. Yeah, I'm adaptable. I don't Todd give, White do not give a shit he, about your rules. Todd White played 18 games that season. He was record. bottom of the list? He is bottom of the list. Yes. God damn right. Remaining players: us. Ruslan Fedotanko Alexander Frolov, Brandon Prust, Wojtek Volsky. Okay.
0: So here's what we got.
1: Sure. Todd White, eighteen games.
0: Only one of these players played all eighty-two. Yeah. So bottom of the list is White. That's correct. Next up on the ladder would be Frolov. Okay. Is that correct? That is incorrect. It's it's, it's Wolski. It is Wojtek Wolski, yes, with so thirty-seven. Third up, third up on the ladder is Frolov. Yeah. Then you got. This is the word. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. These are both. <laughs> There's a. I chose these players for a specific Pluckers reason. and grinders.
1: Yeah hoagies and grind. One's a good old Canadian boy, one's a Ukrainian man with a face of a full moon.
0: I feel like Tenko missed some games, though. So I'll say Tenko is second, Prust is first. That is correct. So
1: the the final order for those playing along at home, from uh, most games to fewest, Prust, Fedotenko, Frolov, Wolski, White. Prust, 82, Fedotenko, 66, Frolov, 47, Wolski, 37, Todd White, 18. Michael, you got... Like, four out of five, right, technically? That's an 80%. That's a passing grade. You get a check mark.
0: Wow. Well, I got a point. You got a point. I was about to say, I deserve half credit, at least. I, I you Connor, half which credit. Rangers forward had the best relative Corsi 4 percentage last season? My. Which New York Rangers forward, the best relative Corsi 4 percentage? Mm. Asterisk, doesn't count guys who played, like, three games. Okay. I was
1: curious about that. Um uh, I led that horse to water for you. I'm thirsty. You thirsty? Is he a forward or a defenseman?
0: Well the question is which New York Ranger's forward? Oh, so he's he's a forward. Gotcha. You gotta leave the horse to a goddamn ear doctor, <laughs> maybe.
1: We're gonna go with a
0: Yeah, sure. Ear nose and throat. Uh we're gonna Oncology Hold hmm. okay.
1: No, what's <laughs> oncology? Cancer. <laughs> oncology is cancer. Pretty sure. It's <laughs> a good podcasting. We're gonna Google that while I think. Yeah, I'm gonna Google oncology. Um, I'm gonna say, God, I want it to be Zib. C O L. There you go. You're a writer. We're gonna go with Mika's abandoned ad. I don't feel confident. Definitely, definitely, I'm correct. He is not. Well, let audiologist. Google ear doctor. Yeah, ear doctor. This is fine podcasting. Ear yeah. doctor.
0: You guys could probably hear me typing. I'm sorry. Um, What is a hearing, hearing doctor, doctor called? An
1: auto An auto-laryngologist.
0: A gist. Oh, Always a gist. Right. That's okay. the gist of it, you, Mike. Awful podcasting. Go ahead. That's yep. the okay. answer. F-
1: I said Mika's is at and I said I don't feel very confident on that
0: you're correct I am wow Mika's advantage at 7.4 relative course E4 51.7 course E4 that's pretty good pretty good pretty good pretty good year
1: alright so I'll wrap it up uh, the trivia extravaganza what? Mike I don't know if you know this uh, but the New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup in 1993-94 yeah they did they beat the Vancouver Canucks i do not sure if you've ever seen MSG in summer but I mean you might have caught them playing that game so the Rangers beat the Vancouver Canucks yeah. My question is: Who were the three teams they defeated on the road to that Stanley Cup final? Well,
0: it's definitely the Devils.
1: Matto, Matto, Matto.
0: And then, who were those other two teams? Who were the
1: other two? Round one and round two. You've given me Ooh, the geez. the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: So ninety four. Who would be at the bottom of the Eastern Conference teams that qualified? So who would be an Eastern Conference team that just squeaked in on that? This is
1: fine thinking. You're, you're down. You're going down the right road. The um, Rangers were the first overall. Yeah,
0: season. I don't just. Yeah, I can try to make an educated guess. It's not going to be great though. Um, take a crack. Yeah, I don't want to waste time. Shit. Shit. I'm going to say it's. Ah oh man. Division rival. Yeah, I could have told you that. It's between the Flyers and Penguins in my head. Okay. I'm gonna say it was the Penguin. Nope. I was gonna say it's the Flyers.
1: Flyers. Okay. That is incorrect. Was it Penguin? No. Islander. Correct. Yeah. They opened opened it in a sweep of the Islanders. Yeah. And in the second round. They played the Washington Capitals. Wow. Capitals got one game in there. And then they and then the Rangers faced off against New Jersey. My toe, my toe, my toe.
0: Is that I too? Mean, or, no, I think that was Peter Bondre era, or is that too early for Bondre? Ninety-three, ninety-four. I think that might be like beginning years. Yeah, the Breathe Right trip. Yeah. Um, Peter Bondra is a fun player. That's a fair question. That was a fair question. Thank you.
1: Put a little X next to your uh, name there hmm? on our impromptu score sheet.
0: I just did. Thank you. My question for you: 2013-14, the Rangers went to the Stanley Cup. That they did. Stanley Cup. Name me five. 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 European boys from that team. Five Europeans who appeared in at least one playoff game. Playoff game. That's right. Okay, Henrik Lundqvist. That's correct. Anton Stallman.
1: That is correct. Jesper Fast. That is correct. European. European. My God, there's so many countries. Fortress Europa. Yeah the Maginot line there's a lot a European country who Marion Gaberick wrong Fah! oh you're right mm. okay
0: that was one whammy I'll give you one more whammy okay thank
1: you I get a whammy you gave me a whammy on this yeah whammy. yeah I did I did I did oh that was a dumb guess now that I think about it don't linger on it though that's that's the whole point shoot from the hip shoot from the friggin hip uh, I don't want to. waste a lot of time. Just dead air. Dead air. Talking about dead air is not much better than dead air proper. Uh, I'm gonna throw a dart here. A dart. And not have another name paired. That's good. Going through the lines really quick. Tapping out or you uh, far? give me five more seconds. Just talk to the people.
0: Ask how their day's been. I like Tim Gettinger folks because i saw him on a bus in ottawa <laughs> i can't focus on this i saw him on a bus in ottawa and no i think it was a bus in vancouver i was in canada mm-hmm. and i knew it was him because he had a usa hockey backpack with holy shit i forgot about the story gettinger on the back i'm giving up by the way also but continue your six story six yeah yeah so i've always liked him yeah just because he was tall and i saw him one time hit me with two others two others yeah you got Haglin. Ah, oh. you got. But he went to Michigan, you know. It doesn't. Yeah, he's a sweet. Yeah. You're not gonna forgive yourself for this one. You got Zuccarello. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! And you got Rafael Diaz.
1: Oh Rafael Diaz, little Swiss boy. Yeah. I I got all gummed up. I was thinking so hard on Sweden. If right. I just went Nordic, I would have had it.
0: And so we tied, and that can't be tolerated.
1: No, don't. Yeah, there
0: were no more questions. I have another question
1: for you. Okay. Uh, I have like a follow up I could do. Oh, I do have another question. Hot, hot cheese. Give it, give it quick. Okay, Michael. The New York Rangers in the 2011-2012 season
0: had how many All Stars, and who were they? 2011-2012. Yes. That is so specific. All Stars. Uh.
1: If you want, here. hey uh, I can tell you how many, and you name them. How's that? Fine. Mister Boo-hoo, baby. It's two. It's three. Shit it's three michael one of them was the all-star mvp it was are
0: you drowning with how much water i've led you to it's lundquist correct it's girardi correct i remember girardi yeah of course but who was the other guy
1: this man won the mvp of the all-star game Fudge.
0: fudge 2011 2012
1: that's right if you repeat things sometimes it triggers something in the mind
0: not proud of how often I just wish I could look things up, and cheat. I'm right. I'm. We're sharing a room right it's now. We're we're in we're in a quote studio. I, I, did a, I did a written math equation gag. Yeah. um
1: I'm Just saying, it's different than the usual setup. 2011, 2012. With, with you and Joe and Shana, and Adam, and Tom,
0: Gabby, M- Michael knocks it out of the park. Mary and Gabby. Oh! Well done. Let's see if Connor can push us to innings that sounds good and we've been doing this for so long so in this trivia section name five rangers okay. who wore number 16 which we talked about earlier.
1: oh wow what well, do you add to that okay you gotta do it in three seconds Derek Passard, Yeah. Sean Avery Yeah. some mook uh, we're gonna go with hmm see I, this is my issue with your jersey questions it requires a lot of thought it's not something we can just take a crack at see mm-hmm. what I'm saying
0: and just fill in here. yeah no but this is for future uh, podcasts yeah. don't
1: do I, jersey numbers
0: well that's why this was my last question okay um don't tell me how to podcast i i'm the podcast you and i
1: podcasted together we were both rookies when we started
0: that's not true i did the riveters thing after starting bantering the blue shirts did you yeah oh yeah i guess you're right this is all brain power you should be putting towards numbers. I just don't want to waste people's
1: time. We're at 51 and a half minutes of recording here. Yeah,
0: uh, we're going to breeze through the end,
1: though. I, that's true.
0: It just hit me.
1: What, what were some other options? You can do it. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is the least exciting thing. No, do Just you don't. <laughs> don't be your condescending. I'm not being going to I'm Six, believing you. 16. Uh, friggin' who
0: was awful.
1: You in, got Broussard, you got Avery. Yeah. Between like two thousand. One of the defensemen. Defenseman in War 16 First of all, wild Secondly I just, I don't have it We're both tired. we're both yawning okay. Excuses. You can't do it? I just don't have it All right. On another day in a better me Jason Ward Oh, that's a fun one Tom Pody Tom Pody, what about Why do I think of 8 when I think of Tom Pody?
0: Because he's tall I tall. think
1: Tom Pody wore number 8 for the Washington Capitals
0: Mike Oh, I believe it.
1: Bobby, so I remember
0: Tom Pody's number. Bobby, Bobby Holik. Ah, oh. LaFontaine, Pat Verbeek. Oh, the, okay, these, these are, are all are the ones I can remember. These and are all the, acceptable. The other one, do you remember the Fly Line, Connor?
1: Uh, Lindros, Mike York, and Theo Fleury. Mike York were number sixteen. Mike York were number. 16. That's very good.
0: So, folks, Mike remains undefeated in trivia. That's what we learned today. That's what we took after, after time some to establish.
1: Gimme's, yeah.
0: All right, quickly to the mailbag. Connor, mm-hmm. so put your phone down. Tom Pody wore number three as a capital. Where am, I get, where am I getting eight? I don't know. Dimitri Orlov? He wears number nine. Okay. Con, Connor, put your phone down.
1: Tom Pody, Rangers trade Tom Pody for Mike York. How do you like that little Connor crossover?
0: <laughs> I think Tom
1: Pody wore number three here. Connor,
0: we're trying to wrap up a show. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tom Pody aluminum stick. Um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn sports guy. Oh, the mailbag. Over-under on New York Rangers' point total this year of 75, Connor. 70... 75.
1: 75. Okay. A lot of parity in this league. It's really hard to suck. It's really hard to just absolutely crater. It's really hard to absolutely crater, especially when you have, like, a Henrik Lundqvist in that. Yeah,
0: he's pretty, and you, and he's you an still neighbor. have some,
1: like, viable, valuable pieces up front. But what about
0: that defense, Connor?
1: Defense is so bad, as... We previously mentioned. I'm gonna say that of 75, you know what? I guess the Rangers squeak, squeak just some, under it. Yeah, for some just con- under
0: some context. folks. The, the Rangers finished last year with 77. We yeah. all we all know how that went. Mm-hmm. But they're two seven and one in the last ten games. So you're gonna say they're under 75, but like a hair. I'm if, re- if the if the answer was sorry if the over under
1: benchmark was a seventy I'd say over. So I like
0: I'm convinced they're a lottery pick team. I'm going to say they're under it. Wow. Okay. Just, it's so hard to suck, man. It it is hard to suck. The defense is terrible. Lunquist is a year older, mm-hmm. and this team is going to sell at the deadline. Yeah. And they're probably going to be selling like Zuccarello and Please don't. Kevin Hayes. So, yeah.
1: Okay, you know, yeah, it is It is under. It's probably not as close as I think, but we're both under. But we're you, both you, under. you're more heavily under than I am.
0: There you go. Okay. Broken sports guy. John Alo, Johnny Alo, who's a patron. I have to get that list ready. I have to do that. That's right. What do you think a Captain Chris Crider contract extension would look like? A Captain Chris Crider. A cap- First of all, how do you feel about a
1: Captain Chris Crider? I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah. What's the contract look like? Right?
1: As a captain, again, no one is signed on this team except for his advantage ad through like the next three years. So that's just a, it's a blank slate. So, I wouldn't be shocked if they threw threw term at him, especially since they'll have some wiggle room with with money. With money, and there's not. I mean, it's not like the Rangers have an Austin Matthews, a Connor McDavid, like a standout prospect. Where you go. Well, be prepared to throw $12 million at a guy. You know That's what I a mean? good point. Yeah. So, I think they'll be a little bit more lenient with giving out, like, eh, what's an extra 750 k per year for a guy like this? We'll go with, like, a six-year at, like, seven. At seven? Or, like, six, seven. Bearing in mind, this cap will only continue to go up. You have to remember, like, a $5 million for, like, a second pair defenseman is now the norm. You're gonna start seeing yeah second- and free agency, yeah and free and eh, that's that's a fine point. So we'll go with yeah like seven is the ceiling, and then like a All between right. like a six five and a seven is a captain Chris Kreider, with a cap that's rapidly approaching the the ninety
0: million. I'm thinking. It's the ad contract, but instead of five point three five, it's like five point eight, five point seven.
1: Okay, because you need to remember it's not. Chris Kreider wouldn't be signing this contract for a few more years. I know that. Okay, that's why, like, you know, before people start spilling hot coffee all over themselves or spitting it out over their computer screens, I'm not like endorsing the seven million dollars Chris Kreider. I'm just saying that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be stunned. But if
0: the organization identified him as the captain they want to build around Mm and the captain of the future, it wouldn't be preposterous.
1: Yeah, he'll be like thirty when he signs it. So yeah, (coughs) we'll go like I'll go six and a half. I'll go six and a half. All right. Which isn't that much different than seven. And especially the real, in three Yeah. Years. The real
0: question is the term. And yeah. He would be, you know, he's going to be twenty-eight uh, next season, mm-hmm. and he'll be a UFA in July first, twenty twenty. So, what the term would look like is, you know, frankly, it's. I think it's like you were saying. I think it's a six-year deal. Yeah. If 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 the big if, if it's determined by the front office that he's more valuable as a trade asset than he is as a guy who wants to be in the locker room. And although a lot of us like to think very logically and look at numbers and think about analytics and understand that you develop youth and that things like leadership are intangibles that we cannot measure, we don't truly know their impact. Yeah. Um, we also know this team just made a trade to add an Adam McQuaid. Mm-hmm. We know that Cody McLeod is battling for a roster position. So...
1: Well, I mean, again, we're thinking about trade pieces. You don't, especially the Rangers, you don't trade your capped up. Uh, oh.
0: Oh, you have. Why would you do that? Uh. Our final mailbag A couple questions. times. Uh, from Phil. Mm-hmm. At tweets by Phil, with some underscores in there. Yeah. Potential pitfalls if things go well this season. I love this question. That's an both. interesting one. So um, pitfalls if things go well. I'll lead us off here. Okay. I think a pitfall might be if the Rangers do well they might not sell mm-hmm. on Zuccarello and Hayes, and they might be convinced that they should extend Hayes. And the Hayes situation is so perilous now because, as we've seen, Filippito looks like a man amongst boys in the NHL preseason, and Leas Anderson looks like he's ready for the NHL. Yeah. That's two centers who are under 20 years old. Kevin Hayes and the... Like, it, you could have a very long debate about who do you want more, Hayes or Zibanejad. I would take Zibanejad. Me too. Um, I know there are some people who might take Hayes there, but the thing, the great equalizer here, or the unequalizer, the thing that tips it always in Mika's advantage, is he signed for three more years at a very reasonable cap hit for a guy who can be your top-line center. Like, a great cap hit. Kevin Hayes, he wants to be a part of this organization, that's what we've heard. Doesn't have the contract. Nope. And... We know what happened with Tavares and the Islanders. The Rangers can't do a smaller-scale version of that. They can't let Hayes walk for nothing. So if there is... Bad asset management. If there is a pitfall that scares me, it's being seduced by how good Kevin Hayes is and Zuccarello and saying, we trust in signing these guys after the deadline passes. And especially if they're like hey we're kind of a wild card team mm-hmm. we could sneak in we got Lundquist. who the fuck knows yeah i think I,
1: my trepidation with that is building off of the falling for the the allure of the illusion that you're better than you are and all of a sudden the team going you know what we're we're one panarin away after a good year you know just and they don't commit to this rebuild that seems to be going in the right direction yeah they pull the shoot. yeah and they just go you know what Hold on, these boys are ready. When they might not be. Flash in the pan seasons happen. I mean, going back to Peter Pruger before, but you you can't necessarily bank on a good start for young players like Hedele, like Anderson, and the resurgence potentially of a D'Angelo or the you know the rise of a Pionk, where you can look at one season and just go, you know what? Boom, lock it in. These guys are ready. We can we can kind of change the plan we can get a panarin we can we can keep a haze and a Zouk, and we're right back in there and i just think that that's that would be an illusion at that point to to bank on that so i think that's a pretty big pitfall and my worry is that i wouldn't be shocked if that that pitfall pitfall does come to fruition so that's what i'm thinking
0: so <laughs> The big thing for me—I just drew something inappropriate, by the way. <laughs> for I for to, no good reason, I just wanted to make Connor laugh and further spoil the show. Um, I feel like this upcoming deadline is the real test of Jeff Gordon to me, because that's that's a great point. He—it feels like he keeps. It's like a seesaw thing. Like he does something that makes a lot of sense. It's nice and logical, and then he'll do mm-hmm. a McQuaid trade, or he'll do another sort of move, or. Like a contract decision where it's like mm, okay why did we let si- the situation get to where it's gotten with kevin hayes you know why why was it n- not able to find a way to move vlad or spooner or both of them why did they get two-year deals as opposed to one-year deals yeah etc etc et um and this is a big year because it's you have to commit to the rebuild even if you're punching way above your weight even if Henrik Lundqvist does what he always does, which is play unsustainably good hockey behind a bad defense, hmm. it's probably going to happen again. And he's going to make the Rangers look like they're better than they are. And that's a big pitfall. And I think that's something to keep an eye out for. Um, but, yeah, I think that's that's our show, Connor. We, you know, we were, You were nervous about filling some time, and I think, yeah, we're already over an hour, we're golden everything's gold cool. wonderful so thank you to all of our patrons uh joe normally does this and then i just kind of every once in a while i'll just say someone's name that i like so mm-hmm. you can do that for me okay if you see a name that's particularly good i have one particular call out that i know is coming up your, your, you'll your know. buddy yeah yeah you'll Habibs. um so yeah thank you to all of our patrons alex gardner alexander ricard amriel kistner there's no way joe and i are saying that name right i apologize sir that'd be amriel amriel it's a great name andre shikagov anthony viola anthony viola tony sorry i got excited uh arch williams bob kawa chris b chris habibi chris habibi dan crozy daniel dejen danny santiago david l singer eric Cohn, fancy lawrence. lawrence gabriel vargas george Lippman. grumpy smoky Igor Zaslavsky. I like Igor Zaslavsky. James Dangles. John J. Porter. John Reppy. Johnny Lowe. Great question. Keith Franchillo. Matt Bader. Mediogre. Michael Silver, We all know Mediogre. Mike Offit. Robert Courtney. Stink Fleeman. Tall Guy Rob. Thomas Osa. Tori from Manhattan. Trevor Kepner. And Zachary Zetlin. The Larry Zalapsky have the... Of yeah. The Zachary Zetlin. Well, that's a devil's alumni. Maybe he doesn't want to be compared. Well world can be unfair, Mike. What about the Peter Zezel? an old hockey name for you. Peter Zezel. So... What about Zborl? I hope you folks didn't mind a little bit of a change-up this week. Um, it was mostly just my brother and I talking the way we normally talk. Yeah. And I, I did draw a penis to make a <laughs> That, thank you for revealing that it was, in fact, a penis. <laughs> it, it was pretty, like, streamlined. It, it like was. a spaceship. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So the, a,
1: the glands is a good, like, heat shield at the end yeah. of
0: the stuff there. Yeah, for... Reentry and yeah yeah he There's a lot of those jokes. are space terms um we learned a lot of things this week we learned that an oncologist doesn't deal with ears we learned uh i think you learned a lot of things this fair. week I, mean, I was very tired today i yeah. did my best mm-hmm. it was a bit of a struggle bus today folks i'm not gonna pretend it wasn't so again thank you everyone for listening if you like connor you can find him on twitter at, at ca murphy 91 that's that right. right yeah what do you tweet about, Connor? I uh,
1: haven't tweeted a lot recently, but especially with the women's hockey season coming back into the swing, I'll be doing that uh, right over at the Ice Garden, SB Nation's women's hockey blog. Oh, i of that place. That's right. I think, uh, I think I've seen you over there on occasion. And yeah, I'll, I'll do occasional tweets about the Rangers when uh, something strikes me. But uh, yeah, give give me a follow if you want. Uh, I mean, there's no pressure. Or don't. Or just don't. But thanks for having me on, Mike. It was a, it was hey. a pleasure. Yeah. It was You're good
0: welcome. stuff. We sure some pizza
1: oh yeah I want some grease of course
0: alright folks thanks for listening have a great night bye bye